We were traveling, and my hands were cold. I decided to buy a sleek pair of caramel-colored gloves. It wasn't that they were all that expensive. It was that I finally decided to buy them. And no sooner did I slip them onto my hands that we bumped into each other and hot coffee spilled all over one of the gloves. I got upset, I hurt his feelings, and in the moment, I have no idea why I reacted that way. We were supposed to be enjoying ourselves and having a good time, and we really were. But even with all the good feelings of a dream trip, it's still stressful to manage, making sure that you don't miss trains and planes, that you have enough money to cover everything, and you have people counting on you to be places on time, worrying about the kids or the family back at home. I'm pretty sure the stress was building up despite all the goodness we were experiencing. It's not the absence of conflict, it's the ability to resolve it. It's not the absence of negative emotions, it's the ability to recognize them and work through them. It's not the absence of challenges, feelings, or experiences. It's the ability to restore, repair, or work through it. I think this is one of the best things I've ever learned, to embrace humanity and realize that within the context of deeper relationships, the ones that involve the kind of listening we long for, the ones where we feel seen, heard, and understood, will have complexity to navigate. I'd love to say that I get it right when I respond 100% of the time. I'm human, and I get it wrong. I get tired, I get frustrated, I get overwhelmed or anxious, and I react. I may not see that there's more to the story because I'm in my own story. I need something. I want something. I have a different perspective. And I think even more recently, I'm learning more and more how to recognize and respond in relationships when they need space, they need affirmation, acknowledgement, or appreciation, they need a conversation, and I need to listen when I need space to think or regroup, when I need to let things breathe and come back later, or when I need to talk. In family and work relationships, when everyone's growing, and they're growing at such different paces at different times, it can be incredibly challenging to figure out your role, to allow others' emotions and still be able to respond with genuine empathy and care. To understand that there's complexity and that there are things we may not know, not know the answer, not know what to say or do, not know the next step. Not knowing is an important aspect of listening. Instead, most of us operate from long-held and deeply rooted past belief systems that we need to have all the answers and need to be in control and direct actions. As a co-creator of the Appreciative Inquiry Theory and Method, Dr. Ron Fry works with groups, organizations, and institutions around the world to increase their cooperative capacity in order to engage the whole system in strategic thinking, planning, and change. His research interests focus on the factors and dynamics that foster system-wide positive change, and he continues to develop insights on large group dynamics, appreciative leadership, multi-stakeholder strategic planning, and business as an agent for world benefit. One key takeaway I had when working with Dr. Fry was to know the power of the questions we're asking the questions beneath the actions we're taking, the questions we ask suggest or indicate a direction, and that we want to be more intentional with our questions. We may be feeling stuck in the idea that we're responsible to have all the answers and make decisions, to only direct others with a focus on controlling within our organizations or our systems. This allows little room for the complexity to exist. Instead of a focus for control, 
I believe that as we lead in our own lives, both ourselves and others, we might shift to recognizing the importance of the questions we're asking. Instead of having all the answers, we turn to wonder and curiosity. Instead of only directing, we're willing to bring people together through conversation. When conflict happens, we might feel that we're more able and ready to navigate that conflict by seeking to understand the connections from the questions that relate to the actions that people are taking, to understanding more about where they're putting their attention. In the case of the coffee-soaked glove, I believe the question going on in my mind that likely only added to the pile of stressors already on my mind from all the travel that was coming before my action was likely similar to, should I have spent money on these gloves? Because I was already questioning myself about my decision to buy the gloves, by the time the bump in the spill happened, I was ready to react. I was proving to myself that I shouldn't have bought them because now they were ruined. To allow space for understanding, emotions, growth, and conversation, we all must be aware of the questions we're asking. So I hope you don't get it right all the time. It may take the pressure off and give you the chance to exist in all that you are. It gives you permission to pause and ask, what don't I know? Or what's motivating my actions right now? If we're willing to accept complexity and move toward listening, both to ourselves and others, it helps us to guard our energy and place our attention on what matters most. To understanding others are putting their attention based on the questions they're asking. And it may help us to respond to the next time a little differently. Dr. Fry's colleague and co-creator of Appreciative Inquiry, Dr. David Cooperwriter, stated, Every action we take is preceded by a question. I saved that glove forever. As a reminder to myself of the absolute wonderful time we had and the way I responded when I thought they were ruined. Somehow the stain on the gloves became even more meaningful to me. A way to realize that we are but human beings and we're in a complex world with other human beings. We're likely to find ourselves in a moment when we need to learn and grow. We need to give ourselves compassion, discover the questions behind the action. And when you can move into that space, you may be able to graciously let yourself know that you'll do it a little differently next time. And maybe we take it one step further. It's not the absence of conflict, it's how we engage the conversation. It's not the absence of negative emotions, it's our willingness to engage positive emotions too. It's not the absence of a challenge, it's the power of the questions we're asking. When I think of you, I'm so inspired by all the amazing work that you're doing in the world. I've come to know you through some beautiful offering or an exchange we've shared. And truly, it's a joy to serve you. So I want to work on creating something just for you, completely free. I want you to have some ways to see the light breaking through, to see places of hope, to help you keep going, or to spark a new idea, to offer you some resources that you can use to nurture the relationship with yourself and others, customized specifically to what you most want and need right now. I believe in the power of the human spirit and in what we're capable of when we commit to creating something inspiring. So I invite you to take the Lead and Live Intentionally assessment. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's here you can share your own desires on leading and living intentionally so that I can share free resources with you, customized especially for where you want to focus right now. I'm here to serve you as you take the next step after starting your personal vision or taking your personal strengths inventory. 
I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.